Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Science Buffs podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning into this week's episode. I'm Abby. And I'm Sam. And this week is a little different, as you may notice. If you are used to watching us on Spotify, we are on audio only this week. So we are, I am still out of town, but Sam has returned from Japan. So our format is going to be a little bit different. Usually one of us teaches the other one a topic about a STEM topic. But this week, Sam is going to teach us all the things that she saw in Japan that are kind of STEM focused. So I'm very excited. We will do a full STEM, or sorry, uh, just Japan episode, like a bonus episode where she just talks about all the non-STEM related things, just fun Japan stuff uh, pretty soon. But today is all STEM focused. So Sam... Well, first of all, how was Japan? How was your recovery coming back? <laughs> it was really fun. Um, I sent you lots of updates while I was gone. Um, but shocker, I'm sick again. I was sick before <laughs> Japan, was healthy for like 90% of the time. And then on the flight back, I was feeling super ill. And it's been a really fun week. I'm just been in a fog, as you know, for the whole week. Um <laughs> But I don't have the flu and I don't have COVID. So as they very technically told me at (laughs) urgent care, I have the crud is what they're calling it. Oh, that's a cute name. (laughs) Yeah. So um, I'm sorry if there's any coughs. I'm going to try to keep that to a minimum. Um, I think we also got the crud at our house. Yeah, you also have the crud. Yeah, we came home from Hawaii. We're all healthy. I had this whole plan of how I was going to do the Peloton every day of the week. And then we all got sick, baby included. And taking care of a sick baby is so much worse than I had imagined. And when you're (laughs) sick, I'm sure that's a lot harder. Yes, we were both sick and the baby was sick. So then we recovered mostly, flew to Michigan, and we are now like a little bit more sick. But I think we're still overall on the mend. So good. it's going around. It's going around. Yeah, I'm glad you guys are feeling better in time for the holidays. Yeah, but... you too. Hopefully it continues to improve because, yeah, a couple days ago you were in rough shape. I was in really rough shape. <laughs> <laughs> my poor mom took me to crazy. urgent care. Yeah, my poor mom took me to urgent care. And it's always, like, embarrassing when you feel like trash and you go to urgent care and they're like, we can't find anything wrong with you. And I'm like, but obviously something is wrong with me. They're like, you have the crud. <laughs> and I don't feel like I consider myself a hypochondriac you know so it's not like I don't, I'm, so. I don't feel like I was being dramatic but it sure felt like I was being gaslit <laughs> 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 oh yeah but good old here we are. You, yeah, you made it through are. it's okay I made it through maybe they're right you know I'm good now <laughs> <laughs> so the crud yeah so um maybe next time like I'm pretty sure I've been unhealthy during like 90% of our recordings so maybe next time yeah 2024 will be our year of health you know yeah let's hope for that yeah um yeah so as Abby said I'm gonna I picked out a few things when I was in Japan that I wanted to kind of like talk about and this is gonna be more of a discussion with you um abs on like what I find interesting about it and then um so I have a bunch of different stem topics but I really only researched one in depth so um that one cool, I'm gonna yeah, we'll just last do a little chat yeah we're gonna do a little chat so um 
they're all engine most of them are engineering related um because that's what I my engineering brain goes to immediately um so I'm gonna start with the most important one and it's toilets <laughs> let's go so Japanese toilets are just like a total experience is the best way to put it <laughs> um so I had heard about them but people really just left details to the imagination and it exceeded my imagination. So when I was jet lagged <laughs> and I got to my hotel, which was like the first time I had used a toilet, I, I opened the door to my bathroom and the toilet seat just goes up automatically. And then Whoa. water starts running down the toilet. <laughs> and it was very jarring because I sat on the toilet and it had a heated seat. <laughs> oh, okay. I yep. experienced like... I, I don't think it's to the same level, but I experienced like a Japanese toilet in Hawaii because, you know, there's a lot of Japanese visitors to Hawaii and the hotel That's we stayed so at had all bidets and, and the most shocking thing was the heated seat. Yes. To me. I, I mean, there's more shocking things, I guess. That's, part That's of how I felt too, because it I, so was I was telling yeah I was that's how I felt so that's how I was telling the girl that I traveled with um there before class I was like I feel very uncomfortable with the heated seat because in the U.S. that means somebody sat on it right before you <laughs> yeah that's what I and she of, like someone she, was here yeah she didn't agree she was like oh it's so comforting and honestly by the end of the trip I totally agree with her it was way better now that I changed my mindset <laughs> that's good you know reframe the issue reframe the issue <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um that was an experience um and there some of the other features with the toilets so they had a bidet um in the hotel I stayed in most of the time like you could control the pressure of the bidet the like amount okay. of spray but <laughs> one of my favorite things was at a lot of the restaurants like we went to some fancy restaurants they had sound machines so like, oh. you know, if you don't like other people hearing you go to the bathroom, <gasps> they have sound machines that you can turn on. So like, wow, they're so considerate the over there. Yeah. So I, I appreciated the sound here. machine. Yeah. So I want to know, like, for why don't we have these toilets? Are you, are you one of the people that like rustles everything to try to cover up the sound? <laughs> or coughs. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I said, they have to sneeze a hundred times and really move this toilet paper dispenser all around. <laughs> yep. I am one of those people. <laughs> okay. A sound machine seems much better. Yeah. Um, it was funny. So um, just for like background, I went with a class. I went for grad school and I went with one time my professor's female. So we went to the bathroom together one night. She was so tickled by the sound machine. She would just like turn it on and off. <laughs> it was so funny. I was just Is like, it in your individual hilarious. stall? Yes. Whoa, that is, that's nice. Yeah. But this, and then they have two different types of toilets. They have these fancy toilets and then they have the complete opposite, which is essentially just a hole in the ground. Oh, wow. um, okay. And some, pla some places offer both because I guess some people oh, prefer both ways. So I don't okay, know. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so that yeah, was one like engineering marvel. Yeah, that was one engineering marvel that I really think we need to up our plumbing here in the U.S. I totally agree. Maybe I could I could see myself reframing it to be accepting of the heated seat. Yes. Yeah. Especially in like the middle of the night, you know, that seems 100%. nice. I'm going to be looking at them on on uh, yeah. Amazon Black Friday. You know, I heard year. there's an attachment. This isn't with the heated seats, but 
I was just listening to a podcast where they were talking about bidets and how they're like so expensive, but they make this attachment that you can make your toilet at home, like become a bidet. That would be amazing. I'm pretty sure this like girl in class or something. Yeah. This girl in class said she bought one from Amazon during COVID and okay. they still have it. And she's like, it's fantastic. Perfect. We'll link yeah. it in our stories. <laughs> yeah, we'll link it. We'll find it. I'll order one. I'll do a review. For people who don't actually listen to the episode and they just are looking at our stories, they're gonna be like, <laughs> they're what? like, what <laughs> toilets? Here's the bidet toilet we we talked about. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. So we've covered toilets. That's the most important part. The second okay. thing that I geeked out about because I hadn't seen them in person before, but I had seen them in Tokyo Drift. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Car elevators. Oh, car elevators? That's cool. Yeah. So have you seen these? No, I don't think so. so. It's literally like a parking garage, but you kind of just like, it's you drive your car up and then um, it like takes your car away to a designated spot Whoa. In, in a car elevator. I have pictures of one. I kept geeking out. I think the people I was with were probably annoyed. They're like, it's just a car elevator, but um I was were really they curious. were the people you traveled with all from like other countries or were they from um no the they're US? all from the U.S. yeah oh well they seem so chill about these <laughs> these car elevators like what's what's happening <laughs> um well to be honest I think a lot of them are more well-traveled than me so like a lot of this was like <laughs> very new to me I was like oh my god it's That's a funny. heated toilet they're like have you left your house ever <laughs> okay fair point but still um yeah anyway the, continue the car elevators are so cool it's kind of like a vending machine for your car um that's awesome. but I watched this guy like order his car and have it show up and it was really cool wait um, so and- so you drive it in and then you like just tell it to go store yeah I didn't like have a car so I didn't get to test it out but the way I think it works is that yeah you drive up onto this platform you like pay or you say like how long you're going to be gone. Um, and then it takes your car away. Like a robot elevator takes your car away. And then when you return, I don't know what you give them. If you give them like your keys or if you give it like your license plate or whatnot or something. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And then your car shows back up. That is so so cool. Yeah. And and I have to walk through a whole parking garage. Exactly. Exactly. So I felt like that was a really cool innovation that I'm kind of surprised we also don't see in the U.S. very often. So yeah, we should we should adapt that for sure. Yeah, but it's kind of crazy. Like if you look at them, some of the big ones in Tokyo, they're just these really long towers of buildings with like no windows. Um, Oh, and so you can like kind of figure out that that's one of the car elevator parking garage things. Wow, that's crazy. So I found that very interesting. I would be a fan of that for sure. Yeah, it was really cool. Okay, um, another innovation that I posted about on my personal story and I think on the Science Buffs story was these coffee-serving robots. Um, and they're like robot cafes. And I think they're very interesting because they offer job opportunities to people that can't leave their houses or have difficulty leaving their houses um, for mm. physical reasons. Um, okay. So there's these coffee bars, coffee um, houses. The one I went to was actually inside of a bank. 
um, and you order coffee from a robot who is remotely controlled by an employee somewhere in their home, like miles and miles away. Um, Wow. So yeah, I think it was fantastic. It was kind of cute because um, there was like a huge group of us standing around this one robot and she was like waving to us and she was asking us uh-huh. like where where we were from and everything. Um, and then when we left, it was kind of cute. She, We were standing out on the street corner and she like drove the robot out and was like waving at us goodbye. It was oh so cute. Oh my gosh. How does it yeah. talk to you? It has a speaker. It's kind of like So Zoom. it's the actual employee talking to you? Yes. Like you can hear their actual oh, voice. okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. That's neat. So it was really cool. Um, and I didn't know I wonder, I guess, is it, like, I wonder if they're prioritizing uh, creating job opportunities because have you seen those, like, food delivery robots here? Yes. I've never seen one in person, but I've heard about them. Yeah. I, I think they're popular on college campuses, but I haven't seen one either. But I feel like it's kind of similar, but that one obviously doesn't require an employee so I wonder if if like they purposely want to keep the employees or if later down the line they'll try to automate the entire thing I think the way that I was presented it as a concept from this person who worked in the building was that it is to give these people opportunities so it's not to automate their jobs yeah it's to give them up um job opportunities um I like that a little bit like practical way to offer jobs that's cool yeah exactly um yeah I I really appreciated appreciated that and it was kind of cool because I think they can be kind of hard to find but my class had been um touring a bank in Kyoto Japan and the banker um the like main banker during his presentation just like happened to mention that they have one of those robot cafes in their building and so everyone was like uh can we go down there (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome wait so so then I'm assuming like how many uh employees are physically there because I'm assuming you have to like load up the robot or that's a good question that's a good question I'll have to um I'll have to check that because I don't know I'm so I did like a quick research right before this and I think they do have like a manager that might be in store um but yeah I don't know how many like work at the at one time and like how they coordinate orders like who's doing what that'd be interesting to learn more about and how they like load it up and unload but yeah we'll have to like link a something on stories that kind of shows all that that'd be cool yeah I wish I had time to order from them but I didn't sadly that, but that was really cute. I to see it. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I it was really cool. was chasing you down the street, like, saying goodbye. So yeah, cute. she's like, goodbye, because we're so far, <laughs> from so far away. Um, oh. Yeah, some of my classmates got better pictures and video than I did, so I will share share all those, get those, and share them in stories. For sure. Um, And then the last thing I wanted to touch on, which I kind of know nothing about, but I do want to just kind of say I want to potentially do a um, episode on in the future is the construction of their temples and shrines in Japan. Um, oh yeah, they are, are all your pictures were amazing. They are incredible. 
Yeah, a lot of them have been rebuilt um, because unfortunately Japan is the site of many natural disasters, um, including mm. a lot of the original like temples and shrines were made of wood um, and oh. they're, they're very high points. So they get struck, they were struck by lightning and burned down. Mm. Um, so a lot of them are rebuilt, but they're still just really incredible things to look at. Um, and I'd be interested in learning more about the architecture behind them. Do you remember the the Boulder Tea House? Yes. I want to go back there. Was, was that Japanese or was it? Um, I thought it was from so. India, but I'm not. Okay. That actually might be a good question. Because that should go I remember there. they like, I know we definitely should. Um, I, I remember like they were saying that like if you are sitting in the tea house and you look at the corners of the building, you can see a little bit of like the seams where in the walls and that's where they like took it apart they like shipped all four walls like separately over the ocean and then reassembled it back here that's right (laughs) and the construction of that has always fascinated me how they like literally disassembled it from wherever it was from got it on boats like one wall at a time (laughs) and brought it over and reassembled okay i just looked it up it's from tajikistan Tajikistan okay um I'm so bad at geography (laughs) I I don't yeah I don't know where that is sadly we'll look it up (laughs) but okay it is really cool that is the coolest place in Boulder I feel like didn't we go there for what did we go there for you went there maybe you went there separately (laughs) have you have you been there I went there a long time ago when I was young with my mom and my grandma. Um, okay. Yeah, I think it I was for really a senior cool. project, like event or something, like little brunch that we had to celebrate a, a milestone or something. I know so why we you went. Together. <laughs> you went on a date. <laughs> no. I, well, yeah, you I did. Maybe. Really? Do I yeah. even remember that date? <laughs> no, not that one. I thought you did. I did go to a tea house for a date, but it was not that tea house. Oh, I thought it was this whole time. I had it built up in my head. That's where you went. Oh, no. That that would have probably been a much better date. <laughs> <laughs> no, that one was like this place on Pearl Street that just like you go in and there's like a mat there and you can choose a tea and you have to oh, be barefoot, so it's not which is like cool. my worst, it's like my worst nightmare. I had to be oh, barefoot God. Or like yeah, in cause... socks and it's <laughs> <laughs> like oh no we have to sit on the floor with my socks <laughs> that uh, yes okay that's another big thing in japan by the way yes switching you don't wear your shoes in most places so okay um See, yeah. i do like the, the concept of that and if i knew you know that that was going to happen i probably would have refreshed my socks <laughs> Yeah, well, there's a difference between going barefoot. Like, everyone in Japan wears socks when you're inside. Like, people aren't just going barefoot. Like, everyone's wearing socks or they provide you slippers to wear. Oh, that's nice. But, yeah, I agree. Like, I would hate being barefoot where other people have been barefoot. Side note, my worst, my biggest ick, even with socks on, is going through TSA and standing in the same spot that thousands upon thousands of people have stood in to be scanned. That's so it's, funny. I like have never even thought about that. But ick. what you need is TSA pre-check because I just I got it recently. It has literally changed my life. You never have okay. to do that again. You never have I, to take your shoes off. And it's I like should. $80, which 
you know, isn't like super cheap, but it's for like five years. If it's such a major ick for me, I don't know why I haven't done that, honestly. I know it's so worth it, especially if you're grossed out by standing in the same spot as other barefoot people. (laughs) That's so true. Yeah, I, okay, that's my 2024 resolution. (laughs) I did go to the good Boulder Tea House for like some group brunch or something, and it was really, really good. Like it, but the the surroundings make it even better, you know. Like the being inside the tea house that was reconstructed. Oh, yeah. So how cool. about so when you get back from Michigan, we will go and we will put it on stories. Yeah, let's actually plan that and put it on the calendar because although I think the reservations go way, or maybe that was just for a special dinner. My aunt and uncle went recently, and. I think it might have been for like a special once a month dinner or something, but they had booked it like seven or eight months ago because that was like the soonest that you could get in for this dinner. Yeah, I think it's like super hard to get in. It's like Casa Bonita. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the two are totally the same. <laughs> They're exactly the same for like competitiveness. The level of class is the same as well. <laughs> <laughs> you know it is. <laughs> I've only been to Casa Bonita probably one time or t- two times maybe and as a kid and that's where they like dive into the water right um yes it is <laughs> yeah I was mesmerized as a child by that oh my gosh yeah uh, um so they're good. exactly the same thing definitely <laughs> but yeah we'll go and we'll put on stories that'll be great and okay. you'll have to post all of your like temple pictures also because there were a ton of good ones that you sent me and you probably posted a few like I saw definitely a few on your personal stories but we'll have to to post all of them on the science books yes we will go there and we'll put it on stories perfect okay so my (laughs) Casa Vanita in Tea House who knew that's where this would go today (laughs) I know we wound far away but so my primary topic today, which you already know, so we're going to skip clues, but um, I is the Shinkansen bullet train. Um, okay. And I got to ride it twice. So I wrote it from, I landed in Tokyo. I wrote it from Tokyo to Kyoto. And then I did it back from Kyoto to Tokyo. Um, it's kind of interesting. We'll talk about this a little bit, but I did like basically their regular class, like their cheapest ticket. <laughs> from Tokyo to Kyoto and then I did first class on the way back so I'm going to talk about like differences it was kind of interesting fancy um okay so for those of you that don't know the Shinkansen um is also known as the bullet train and the bullet train um connects cities throughout Japan um on a high-speed railway and most visitors in Japan usually experience the Shinkansen um if you're going um, anywhere outside of Tokyo, essentially. Um, it goes, like, I took it to Kyoto, but it can go all the way to Osaka, um, and then there's, there's other paths, too, but the coolest thing about it, and then why it's such an engineering marvel, is that it can exceed, um, speeds of 320 kilometers per hour, which is 199 miles per hour. Um, most regular trains don't go above 300 kilometers per hour. I think that's being a little generous, like, our RTD. That's crazy. like, 30 miles an hour <laughs> yeah oh, yeah <laughs> and it stops every three 
three minutes. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, speaking of, so are there many stops in between or is it mostly just like major city to major city? It depends. Um, okay. so the one that I did from Tokyo to Kyoto, I forget what they call it. It's like the fast train. They call it the fast train. It okay. only took like an hour and a half and it only made like three or four Whoa. stops. Um, from okay. Kyoto to Tokyo, I did the like quote unquote slower train and it made more stops. So you just have to like, okay, figure out which one to book. Yeah. Cool. Um, but we just did that one. Cause that was like the time frame we needed to leave in anyways. So, and it was fine. Okay first class and we were just hanging out so that's awesome yeah um so today's bullet train system is over 50 years in the making it's also known as one of the safest means of transportation since it has one of the few it's one of the few transit systems in the world that can boast about not having any fatal accidents across its long history um, wow yeah which is that's crazy impressive. Yeah, for something going so fast to have zero fatal accidents. Yeah. Um, it's also, I oh shoot, I didn't put that in here, but it's also has like an average delay of like one and a half minutes or something crazy. Like name another. Oh, so it's like super system. on time. That's super yeah. on time. Yeah. The butt system can never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Um, fun kind of story about we didn't. No. So the girl and I, that I, I traveled with to the class. Um, so the class that I took was in Kyoto, um, but we flew into Tokyo and neither of us knew really how the railways worked. So we're super jet lagged. We get to um, Tokyo station um, the day that we're going to try to get to Kyoto. And first of all, you have to figure out how to buy your, they call it the JR pass. You have to figure out how to buy it. Um, we okay. figure that out and you buy it for a very specific time. <laughs> so we're like, oh, okay, we're going to buy it for 15 minutes from now. That'll be plenty of time to find exactly where we need to go. <laughs> um, it wasn't. <laughs> we had all of our stuff. We're just like running through the Tokyo station. We get to the central point and it's pointing all four directions. And it's like, all right, do you want the Shinkansen? It goes this way, right, left, backwards and forwards. Oh, no. Like, uh. <laughs> But you had to figure out like exactly what car you're in, exactly which train you're going, like which way you're going, because there's multiple oh, rails. So um, we were sweating and near tears. Was it was it busy? At this so point? busy. <laughs> okay, now this might be not the same thing, but I saw a video like a long time ago about like train pushers were like it'll be so busy and people will be like packing into the train and like there's a job for people on the platform to push people into the train and get everyone like packed in as much as you can. Did you That's crazy. this? I didn't <laughs> see that. Um, that might not be the bullet train either. I don't know if that's that, like a different train system or something. I didn't see that on the bullet train. Um, and I didn't see it on the, what they call their IC. Um, they're like, it's kind of like their Metro there. Um, okay. That was so busy, but if there was a place that would be needed, it would be there. Okay, interesting. I'll have to look that up and see if that's like what, where that was. Yeah, I thought it was there, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I I would love to see that. Um, it yeah the the JR or sorry the yeah the JR train the Shinkansen. It's not as busy, um, because they come so okay. they they come so frequently, and then mm. most of the time you have to book your own seat. 
Um, so you have a reserved seat. Um, so yeah, you're not like fighting other people. I think there are some cars where you don't have to reserve, but that gave us anxiety because we had so much stuff. Yeah. Uh, Probably better too. Were you taking like all your stuff from like that you brought with the whole trip? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so that was, yeah, that makes sense why you don't want to reserve your seat. Yeah. So that wasn't fun, but yeah, that was like a little side note. Um, but that was me being like anxious, but it really wasn't that, that bad to figure out. Um, we survived. Um, and then also the Japanese people are very friendly. So if you ask them questions and you look sad enough, they'll help you (laughs) need to go. (laughs) You just have a single tear streaming down your cheek. Help me. (laughs) Um, yeah. So, um, one interesting thing is I, I was kind of surprised at how expensive it is to ride the Shinkansen. Hmm. Um, I think it was like $125 one way. What? Whoa. And I was kind of surprised by that. But when I really if thought... you had, about- had me guess, I would have thought like $25. Yeah. So when I really thought about it, I'm like, this is essentially replacing um, a plane flight from like Tokyo to Tokyo right. or wherever you're going, which would probably be about the same because um, how far away are those two cities? Oh, that's a good question. I can look that up, actually. Like, I wonder what it would be comparable to flying, because plus trains are so much better, honestly. <laughs> like, yeah. I, this is not the same thing, but I rode the Amtrak up the East Coast with my cousin, and I was like, wait, trains are, like, really the way to go. <laughs> so nice. You can do, you know, your phone works the whole time. You can just sit there. It's all relaxed. It's, there's way more room. Yeah, exactly. So honestly, it's like on the other side of the country, Tokyo and Kyoto. It's, um, if you were to drive, it's a six hour and 15 minute drive. <gasps> oh, okay. That totally makes sense that it's like 125 then or whatever. Yeah. So they're rolling in, like, they're making a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. That's, like, such a time saver. That That's so nice. You could not have seen probably half of what you saw if you didn't use that. Exactly. Yeah. So, it's so easy to use. Um, so, I was going to go into the timeline a little bit about it. So, the first rail lines in Japan, not the Shinkansen, opened in 1872. Um, but the, they were steam-powered, um, and they're a far cry from the speeds attainable today. Um, planning for the bullet train system began even before World War II, actually, um, and the land for it was required as early as the late 1930s. Um, inauguration happened in 1964. A groundbreaking ceremony was held for the railway project in 1959 um, near what would be um, Mishima Station on the Takedo line. In five years, the first train line was completed, which is crazy. So on wow, October 1st, pretty quick. Yeah. So on October 1st, 1964, the line opened um, to commuter traffic at 6 a.m. And the Hikari bullet train made its debut with one train departing from the Tokyo station and the other from Shin Osaka station. Um, Hmm. And they called them Zero Series Shinkansen models and they remained in use until 1999. So, wow. It's a long time. Yeah. 35 years. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, in 1985, they saw the release of a new type of Shinkansen train known as the 100 series. Um, and they added these green class cars, um, which gave passengers the option to enjoy a first class travel experience 
So I got to do the green class car on the way back from Kyoto to Tokyo. Um, One of my classmates like convinced us to do it. And we're like, that's going to be too expensive. It was a difference of $7. No way. Why does no one do that? I don't know. So it was incredible. Like you got to almost fully recline. um, And then they had service where you could order snacks and we ordered some cheese and stuff, which I hadn't had in nine weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like give me all the cheese. Yeah. So that was really fun to experience that the green class. Wow. $7 is a much better upgrade. (laughs) That's worth every penny. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Um, And I'm glad we got to do it. And um, in 1992, um, they opened the Natsami train. um, And it means hope or wish in Japanese. And they they were also known as the 300 series Shinkansen. um, But they actually weren't like fully like their design that they wanted wasn't fully realized until their N700 series train um, a little bit later. And they are currently the fastest trains in operation in Japan. And let's see. Um, by 2006, so the article I had was a little old, <laughs> the Venetian constant trains had served over 20 million passengers, which is crazy, which makes sense. Wow. I think- I think pretty much anyone that comes into Japan, like a foreigner, uses it at some point because it's so I easy guess, to use. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Like, and it cuts down on so much time. Like, who's going to, when that's available to you, like, go rent a car or something and then go drive six hours to your destination instead? Exactly. Yeah. You know. Plus, so, like, a rental car would cost more than that, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure cost more time and money um yeah but one thing that I feel like I knew about in the back of my head but I didn't really know about until just now um is they have the Hokkaido Shinkansen Shinkansen um it was so funny sorry side note this (laughs) other person and I in my class were joking how we're so English because it's Shinkansen, <laughs> but we all want to say Shinkansen, like, Shinkansen. like Wisconsin. <laughs> um, so if I say Shinkansen, I'm so sorry. I mean Shinkansen. Wisconsin. <laughs> but but the Haikido Shinkansen is unique because it has an undersea tunnel called the Saiken Tunnel. And it okay, connects the, I feel like I've heard of this. Yeah, maybe. it connects the northern island of Hokkaido with the main island of Honshu, Japan. Mm, okay. Uh, and then future plans include connecting this line to Sapporo by 2031. Um, I don't and know how I'd feel Sapporo? about that. Yeah, I don't know how I'd feel about that <laughs> going underwater. But you probably don't that... even know. But zero fatal accidents. Like, I, I think I would put my trust in it. That's true. Just because then you don't have to fly or take a boat or anything. That's true. That would be all about that time though. saved. <laughs> that would be crazy. Also, constructing that would seem, that seems so hard. Yeah, I can't even, I should go more in depth into the engineering marvels of conduct, like, um, engineering a underwater train tunnel. Yeah, the specifics of that would be, yeah, would be crazy. Yeah, um, so they are at the forefront of engineering railways. Um, but one interesting thing, this was specifically from the JR, so the um, Japan Railway, the Shinkansen website. Um, 
And this is what it says that is in their future. So they're expanding technologies beyond Japan's borders. So certain parts of Shinkansen technology, such as their specialized tracks and safety control systems, have been integrated in, in other rail lines. So in 2007, a high-speed service in China, as well as the Taiwan Shinkansen, began operations. Um, and then the U.S. and India are currently interested in Shinkansen technology, which, I mean, hmm. they should be. That I mean, that would be yeah, amazing. We should all have this. <laughs> Can you imagine taking, like, a train from, like, Denver to New York City? Yeah, it would be great. Wasn't Elon trying to do this, basically? I think so. We should do it. Like, a tunnel from, I think he had two cities in California, maybe, as, like, the first test. But it seems very, like, we should do it. Yeah, I... Probably very expensive, though. I wonder how they're funding all this, because it must be a completely different structure than ours. Yeah, that's very true. And with the state, like, I don't know, this is getting probably too in the weeds, but like with all this different state politics, like you have to travel through different states. I wonder if like funding it would be harder than Japan, which is all like just one country and they can kind of coordinate that better maybe. Yeah, that's very true. Um, Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of like red tape in the U.S. about generating enough revenue for something like that. probably but it would be cool that'd be amazing to be able to go from like LA to New York in you know a way shorter amount of time yeah I'd rather do it on this rather than the Concord (laughs) oh yeah definitely (laughs) it's not like a bullet in the sky (laughs) it's a bullet on the ground so much safer (laughs) so much safer yeah um so one other thing that they noted on their website was um for it says specifically for decades japanese engineers have been working on what's called maglev m-a-g-l-e-v technology which uses superconducting magnets to literally levitate the train above its tracks um this lack of friction allows the maglev train to safely reach speeds in excess of those currently attained by the shinkansen bullet train um it was tested successfully as early as the 1990s and construction on the first commercial maglev line began in 2009 um it says that the line between Tokyo and Nagoya is expected to open in 2027 with an extension to Osaka opening by 2045. Um, and that's the maglev one? The maglev. The new one that's opening? The new one. Um, and I'm wondering, it says, it didn't say how fast it thinks that they can go. It just said significantly faster. Um, okay. I remember seeing that in a, like, um, how things work or some magazine that I got when I was a kid where they they predicted to have flying cars by 2020 (laughs) but they did talk about that train like the magnetic trains that made it just so much faster so yeah Yeah. it'd be interesting to see what their top speed is yeah yeah I have no idea but um I would totally go back to Japan just to try it (laughs) yeah definitely we'll do a science buffs um Japan trip (laughs) Oh, a hundred percent. I'm down. There's a lot of field trips we're planning. <laughs> Lots of <laughs> At field this point, trips. We got Washington, DC. We got the tea house, Japan. <laughs> yeah. We have lots. Of, we need to start documenting them. I know we need to, we'll put it on the drive. <laughs> I'll make a list. Yeah. Um, so a few things I wanted to note about like how cool the bullet train is, um, about their, it's engineering design. Um, the first one is it has a streamlined body 
So um, us aerospace engineers um, probably kind of recognize that in order to a speed achieves so quickly at like um, 300 kilometers per hour, um, they need to be aerodynamic as, as aerodynamic as possible to minimize drag. So if you look at the Shinkansen, which we'll post pictures of, um, in video of it's very sleek <laughs> and it's very skinny. I was surprised. Like you kind of have to step down into it. Um, mm, it's, okay. it's, it's pretty narrow. Um, and it has a nose that's kind of tapered like an aircraft. Um, so oh, interesting. I thought that okay. was kind of Yeah. Definitely post pictures because I'm interested yeah. to see the shape. Yeah. Um, so they also have to minimize vibration. So when a train reaches a really high speed, the wheels vibrate on the rails. And if this mm. vibration reaches the passenger compartments, it can make them um, kind of like shake and fall apart. <laughs> so to okay. prevent this, um, the passenger um, the passenger cars ride on top of flat cars and they're fitted with like air springs essentially um, that use compressed oh, air to hard. absorb. Yeah, they use compressed air to absorb the wheel vibration so it doesn't reach the passenger compartments. I will tell you, it is the smoothest ride. Like you have no wow. idea you're accelerating. You feel like literally nothing. Whoa, that's so cool. You know, yeah. before you said, before you talked about the maglev one, I totally thought the bullet train was <clears throat> a maglev like train because I thought that you couldn't go that fast really I thought it was too it being magnetic and levitating yeah so I I'm kind of surprised to actually hear that there's wheels on a track <laughs> I'm interested in like the energy efficiency that will be saved with the maglev trains oh I'm sure it's like crazy yeah That's yeah crazy. um so another interesting marvel about it is they have they're just call- calling them modern tracks um but until the Shinkansen was built, Japan, Japan didn't have these wide gauge um, railway tracks that were standard for the rest of the world. Um, instead, most trains ran on these like narrow gauge tracks and mm. uh, the wide gauge tracks um, are necessary to move larger number of people and larger number of goods. Um, and okay. it helps you go fast as possible. And um, since there's no sharp curves on the Shinkansen, you're able to have these wider gauges. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So that was kind of interesting. Um, one interesting thing too is that it has automatic train control, which they call ATC. Um, so a person can't react fast enough um, because the Shinkansen is going so quickly um, in order to control it or like read signs or make quick decisions. So they use automatic train control and um, this information is transmitted along the track to other trains and into the train you're currently in. And um, there is a driver sitting in there, but they're using this like electronic collection of data to um, understand um, mm. in a more human level speed what is happening on the train. Okay. Yeah. So those are some interesting things about nice. the Wisconsin today. <clears throat> That's and- really fascinating i'm glad you got to like experience it multiple times yeah and in multiple like you know like the green what was it called the green car the green car yeah yeah that's cool yeah i posted some videos from the shinkansen on my personal stories i'll reshare those um on science buffs instagram page yeah i was um a little bummed because i didn't get to see mount fuji that's like a big deal oh. that you should be able to see Mount Fuji from the Shinkansen. But um, 
on the way from Tokyo to Kyoto, it was cloudy. So I saw the base of Mount Fuji. Um, and then from Kyoto to Tokyo, it was dark by the time we got back to Mount Fuji. It's kind of a bummer. Next time, you know, you'll go back. (laughs) Next time, yeah. (laughs) But that's the Shinkansen, and that's some STEM topics I learned um, in Japan. That's so cool. Well, it sounds like a really great trip. I'm glad you had a good time. And we will, again, we'll like debrief, you know, the non-STEM related stuff in our bonus episode. So everyone make sure to tune in to that. I think it'll be out on New Year's Day, possibly Christmas. We're not sure yet, but (laughs) tune into that. Um, But thanks, Sam. That was awesome. I really like hearing about that. They're very technologically advanced over there. Super technologically advanced. We have a lot to learn (laughs) from Japan. We do. In terms of that sort of thing. So that's awesome. I'm glad you got to see it. Thank you. I am excited. Ooh, and I'm glad you're about... back. We find... Oh, and yeah, we didn't, if you heard, uh, listened to our last episodes, we were talking about how Sam and I would have to meet up in between when I left and when she came back <laughs> to exchange Christmas gifts. And with her extreme sickness and urgent care, this did not get to happen. So I'm very excited to get back and exchange our gifts. So I get some matcha. <laughs> Yes, I am very excited. I have a lot riding on this. (laughs) Yeah, you get things other than matcha, but matcha is a primary Oh, oh, even better. (laughs) Yeah. um, No, that'll be fun. Yeah, I really didn't want to get your son sick. So I was like, I can't. Yeah, no, I appreciate the, you know, it's good that we delayed, but I'm excited too. We haven't seen each other. This is like probably the longest we haven't seen each other in. Since we met. Two years. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Yeah, like eight years. (laughs) I'm having withdrawals. I'm excited you're back and I will be Me back too. Soon. So <laughs> yay. Well, thank you all for listening. Thank you, Sam, for sharing all of your, you know, adventures from Japan and make sure to like, and subscribe on any platform that you are on. Leave us a review that will really help us out and follow us on Instagram at science buffs. We, you know, that's where we post all of our like polls and stories and follow up and kind of fact check any of the episodes. So make sure to do that. It's a good time over there. And we will see you next week for another episode. Thanks, everyone. everyone.